Hello and welcome back to Moonwriter. Happy Monday, everyone. I am super excited to be here. I've actually been up for way, way too long this morning. Um, I woke up at about 3 a.m. and unfortunately, I wasn't able to fall asleep again since then. So it's now about 7 a.m. and I'm just gonna I'm just going to roll with it and hope that <laughs> I get through this Monday okay. But this is the first episode that I am recording with my new podcast setup. Um, if you haven't seen it, follow me over on Instagram at Ashenson and you can see my new podcast room that I set up. It's super cool. I've worked a lot on the soundproofing and I've gotten some new equipment and this is my first one recording with a new microphone and a mixer. So there's a bit of a, a learning curve. It's like once you figure out how to kind of make one thing work, then you tend to move on to the next thing. So this is the first time that I'm actually hearing myself in my headphones and I thought it would be really great <laughs> and I'm sure it will be once I get used to it. But right now it's just kind of freaking me out. Um, so this is what you guys hear, huh? <laughs> Anyway, um, I think it's it's going to work out great. Like I said, this podcast room is also a writing room. I So I have three different desks set up in here. So I have a table that I like to do my computer and blogging work on. I have a nice little setup where I like to do my novel writing. It's like a, two shelves that I kind of situated in the corner so I can rest my arms on them. And it's super comfortable. And then I have my like larger desk where I like to read and handwrite. So it's got a little bit of everything. This is the first time that I've set up a room like this. This is the first time that I've had a room that I could really set up fully for my creativity or that I even had a need for that. Um, I did have a house previously and I did have plenty of space that I could have like a, a creative space in, but during that time, I really wasn't writing that much. Um, I wasn't creating that much. So this is the first time where I've really poured my heart and soul into designing a room purely for the purpose of writing and creating. With that being said, um, I'm also excited to share a little bit more about my current writing practice. So I've been sharing resources on my blog and on Instagram about creating your own writing practice and different tools you can use in order to do that. And over the past few months, this has been the time period when I have really, truly reconnected with my creativity. I'm starting to feel like my old self again, you know, like the creative, imaginative child who used to be able to just write and write and write and come up with stories all the time. I feel like she's <laughs> starting to, to wake back up in there and I'm starting to be able to come up with story ideas and just let my creativity flow and really enjoy the writing process again. Um, and I was sharing a resource with a few people this week about designing your writing practice. And like I said, I've been writing all sorts of different things, but I've been focusing a lot on growing my business and providing writers with resources. So it's been a lot of more technical writing, more blog writing, and I was looking through my own resource about designing a writing practice and my advice that when you are doing your writing practice and you're not quite sure what to write about, a great place to start is to 
write something that moved the needle closer to your big writing goals. So for me, this was to start a blog and to write blog posts and to write meaningful content to help other people online. But this also was to write a book. So I figured that I should follow my own advice and incorporate creative writing into my writing practice as well, because ultimately what I want to do is to publish a fiction book. So I'm still early in the process, but I am super excited to have started mapping out a middle grade fiction novel that will be about Halloween and have some horror elements and a lot of adventure and fun. And it's just a project I'm super excited about and I'm just having a really fun time with it. So when you are working on trying to come up with your writing practice and determining what you want to write about and how to spend your time, I mean, I don't think there's any wrong way to do a writing practice. I think you really truly can write about anything, but when you feel motivated and inspired to do so, I think it is great to use that time to start progressing towards your larger writing goals, your big dreams. So let's start getting into the meat of today's topic. I am super excited to be sharing this episode with you. Um, This episode is going to be about writing tips for your Enneagram type. I absolutely love the Enneagram. I don't remember the exact year that it was introduced to me, but ever since um, my friend Colleen introduced me to the system, I've been obsessed with it. If you love any sort of personality tests, you will love it too. But the thing that I like so much about the Enneagram compared to other personality tests is that it kind of meets you where you're at. It doesn't ask you to be anything but yourself, but it also shows you what's possible when you invest in yourself and in your personal growth. And part of the reason I like personality tests in general is because it gives us the opportunity to really view ourselves and validate ourselves and do things differently. So we may get writing advice or tips from someone like me, and you may feel that some of them resonate deeply and others don't. And that doesn't mean that the advice is wrong or that there's something wrong with you if you don't want to follow it or if it doesn't resonate with you. It just means that it may not be suited for you and the way that you think and act and write. So the reason why I love coming up with writing tips for each individual Enneagram type is I feel like I can talk to different types of writers. You know, it helps us get away from that kind of feeling of cookie cutter advice and allows you to be more introspective and to take these tips and see if they resonate with you. And if they don't, to think about that deeper and really come up with tips for yourself. It's really just a springboard for you to really start to get the wheels turning and develop a writing practice that works for you. So before we dive into the tips for each Enneagram type, I want to share a little bit about my own journey with the Enneagram and how I have incorporated it into my writing practice. So I am a type nine. That is the peacemaker. Peacemakers do not like conflict. We like to have a peaceful, serene environment. We are empathic, but at times struggle with boundaries. We are good at seeing everyone's point of view. We're pretty flexible, pretty easygoing. And all of these things definitely resonate with me now, but when I first discovered the Enneagram and I was reading through the book and trying to figure out my type, 
I resonated super strongly and then eventually tested as a type six. This is a more security-driven type, um, loyal and caring, but can also be kind of skeptical and anxious. And at this time, I was going through a lot. Uh, My mental health was definitely not great. I was suffering from a lot of anxiety and depression. I was going through a period where I was moving all over the country, kind of aimlessly, trying to chase a relationship and pretty much please everybody but myself. I really didn't have a great sense of identity. And basically, I read through the the description of what an unhealthy type six was and I was like oh my gosh this is this is me to a t it almost like freaked me out I was like this is like literally reading my internal monologue (laughs) so um I definitely was testing as a type six I resonated with that and then as I continued on my journey and did my own personal growth work and a lot of time improving my mental health and dealing with my anxiety. When I took the Enneagram test again, when I started working with a life coach a few few years back, I tested as a type nine and I was like, what's that about? (laughs) And as I started to read more about type nines, I realized that like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was me. And it confused me at first because I was like, how did, can I just be one thing so clearly and now feel like this completely other thing and part of that is just our our ability to change and evolve over time I mean our personalities our inner workings they're not some static thing they evolve and they change Um, but I was curious to see just like why I was so strongly testing towards one and then I completely started testing towards this other category and what I realized was that Type nines, which is my true type, when they are unhealthy, they tend to act a lot more like sixes. And I realized this in part because as I continued to grow and to work on myself, I started testing higher for type three. Now, type three is what a nine will go towards more of those personality traits when they are in a really good place. So I found this to be kind of fascinating. And in the test that I linked to, if you don't know your Enneagram type or if it's been a while and you want to retest, I linked to a test that shows kind of a pie chart. So it shows how high you test for the different types. And I think this is helpful because we are a combination of all of the personality types. It's just that we are have like a main type that is our primary And so it may be useful to you to listen to this entire episode and listen to all the Enneagram types and sift out the writing tips that suit you because there may be different aspects of your personality that one writing tip really speaks to. And it doesn't matter if you're a type one or a type two or a type three, if that writing tip, you're like, oh yeah, that's something that's worked really well for me, or I want to try that, then do it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter your type. What matters is that you find the writing practice that works well for you. Conversely, if you are like I am all this one type all the way, then you can look in the show notes and I have outlined the timestamp for when I kind of dive into each type. So I think the main thing that has helped me um, with my writing practice and utilizing the Enneagram as a tool has been one to validate ways in which I feel different than other writers I know or see on Instagram or advice that I see or courses I take where things they say don't necessarily resonate with me or haven't worked for me in the past and it helps to allow me to see why those things might work or not work 
um, and reflect on that and to come up with new ideas as to how I could write with more flow and just be in less resistance. So it's all about just going with our own personality, our own writing style, our own practices that work best for us and really honing in on that and then drowning out the rest of the noise and not worrying about if you're doing it right, if you're doing it the best way. As long as you have a writing practice and you are writing, then it's it's working. <laughs> so for each of the nine types, I am going to be giving writing tips for developing writing routine, uh, for setting up your writing space, and for combating any writer's block that you know we all have our, our moments with and how to work past that with efficiency for your Enneagram type. Now, in the ebook that I created all about writing tips for your Enneagram type, there are other tips, um, you know, a character writing challenge, an affirmation for the writer, how to find your writing community, and then a few other tips for each type. So if you would like that, I have linked it in my show notes, and I think that you will really enjoy it and it will give you more ideas moving forward when you're developing your writing practice. Okay, so let's get right into the first type. This is Enneagram type one. This is known as the perfectionist, among many other names. I'm going to be giving just one name for each type, but just know that across the different Enneagram resources and things you'll find on the internet, there are many different names for each type. So Enneagram type one is known for being idealistic and self-disciplined. And to help develop a writing routine, if you are a type one, what I would say is that first off, structure and routine will suit you very well. It's going to feel natural to you. You're going to like that structure and the feeling of knowing how your day is going to go. If you have no plan whatsoever, it's going to be hard for you to be productive. You'll probably feel uneasy with that kind of free flowing schedule. And going along with that, it's going to be helpful for you to have a content plan or an idea of what you want to work on. So you're not going to do well with just like willy-nilly, write whatever I want, whenever I want, and just however much I want. And it's going to be good to have concrete goals and to stick to them and have an idea of when I get to the end of this week or this month or this year, this is what I want to have accomplished. In terms of designing your writing space, you are going to want to keep your space tidy and organized. So decluttering is going to be super helpful. Having bins and systems is going to appeal to you and just kind of getting rid of stuff that you don't need anymore. Just like a nice, clean, neat aesthetic. And if you are having some trouble with writer's block and you're just not sure what to write about, my advice to you would be to just try another form of creation. So get the creative juices flowing again by doing something like coloring or making a collage or cooking or gardening, somewhere where you can be creative, but at the same time you can release perfectionism and actually enjoy the process. Let's now move on to Enneagram type two, known as the helper. I have a lot of type twos in my life. I love them. Everybody loves them because they are known as the nurturing and generous type. So their challenges can be that they are not necessarily um, giving themselves time. So, you know, because they're doing and doing and doing for everybody else. So 
what I would challenge the type two to do when creating a writing routine is one, just give yourself permission. And if needed, kind of ask formally your friends and family, hey, I just really need this time for myself. And I (laughs) am going to guess that they will be like, absolutely, you do so much for everyone else. Definitely take this time. But it may just make you feel good to kind of ask that and just to make sure that you get that space and that time alone because people are going to be so used to you, sorry, showing up and helping them that they may need kind of a formal boundary of like, nope, this is my time to write. Sorry, I'm having like really bad asthma today, Um, but I'm just going to keep rolling with it. So thank you for for bearing with me as I wheeze along through this. So getting back to the uh, writing routine for uh, Enneagram type two. So it may also be helpful to energize your routine if you integrate uh, different types of support for other writers. So this could be becoming a writing coach, teaching writing, volunteering, something where you are sharing your passion and love for writing, but you're also helping other people because that's what makes you really feel good at the end of the day. And for the type two, when designing a writing space, I think it will be super helpful if you create a space that is completely your own, even if it's just one corner of one room. I want it to be your space. I want you, when you go to that space, you can really connect with your individual voice. And it's just a space that is all about you and your ideas and your creative process. Now for the type two, when facing writer's block, I think it will be helpful for you to find a friend who you can call or hang out with and just share what you are going through and talk through your problems or talk about something completely different that is something that's meaningful to you or something interesting and just catch up and get lost in the conversation connect with someone else and stop thinking about your writing for a little bit. Okay, moving right along to Enneagram type three, the achiever. This is the confident, motivated type. So for your writing routine, it would be beneficial to you to try to create a reasonable, emphasis on reasonable writing goal or word count and stick to it. And I say stick to it because you are going to be the type who is going to write and write and write and want to do more and achieve more and write longer and faster and harder. I mean, you're going to be doing like writing sprint after writing sprint. And obviously that can be exhausting. It can be exciting and it can be very productive, but over time you could burn yourself right out. So along those lines, make sure you actually schedule time for rest and other restorative activities. So like put it in your calendar, do yoga, meditate, take a nap, read a book, something that's just relaxing and not oriented towards achieving or moving towards a goal. And along those lines, also make a to-do list and make it a prioritized to-do list, meaning, you know, one through three has to get done, four through five, if I have time, etc. And really like just do the things that you have to do today. And if you happen to have a ton of extra time and energy, you can go through other things on the list, but I don't want you having a one through 10 to-do list and then trying to do them all and then beating yourself up when you can't, you know, create this exorbitant amount of content and writing in one day. For the type three writing space, 
think efficiency, think something that's aesthetically pleasing. Like you really want to bring a like powerful CEO kind of energy. And then when you're dealing with writer's block, try some type of flowing movement or yoga, something that's going to get you out of your head and tune into your body, but also help promote some relaxation because you're going to need that. Okay, moving right along to Enneagram type four, the individualist, also known as the artist. So this is going to be a type that just hearing it, if you aren't familiar with the Enneagram, a lot of writers are going to be like, oh, that's me. But I would challenge you if you aren't sure to still take the test and to really see because the term artist is kind of in the, I would say, um, stereotypical view of the artist, kind of like the tortured artist who is just kind of lost in their own fantasy world, but also has a great vivid imagination and is very creative. So I just want to take this moment to say that there are no good or bad types. There are great things and more challenging things of every personality type. So don't ever feel like you take a test or you have a type and you're kind of like, oh, I didn't want that one because that just means that you're not fully accepting yourself and you're going to want to spend some time thinking if one, did you, you know, the, do you believe in the test? Do you find that you uh, answered the questions accurately and the results are accurate enough? And if you don't resonate with the results, then they're not you. Like <laughs> you are the authority on yourself, not any test, not what anyone tells you. Anyway, I'll stop this little rant now. I just wanted to say that. So getting back to type four, the creative introspective type. So for the type fours, I want you to allow some flexibility in your writing routine. So you're going to have days when you are on and you are just in creative flow and you are very productive. And then you might have like a whole week where you're just like, it's just not happening. And instead of trying to force yourself to write or to be creative, you can kind of just like take that time and just do something else. And obviously you might be thinking, well, like I don't always have that choice, but just trust that you will be able to put in the time that is needed for your writing. And it may, you know, it may take a week to get through this creative block if you're forcing. Whereas if you just take like a day off and do something else, then you might be like back on the creative train the next day. So the key for setting up your writing space is I want you to make a list of your writing strengths or your strengths in general or things you like about yourself or just like little <laughs> happy notes and just like hang them up or put them somewhere where you can see them because you are going to be the type that tends to be a little hard on yourself or hang on to negative criticism and be really sensitive to that. So it can just be really helpful to just have those positive reminders right <laughs> in your face while you're writing. If you are having writer's block or like we talked about having those creative blocks a good thing one like I said is just to take a break take a step away from it and it can also be helpful for you to meditate go to a peaceful place go to nature and just try to clear your mind you know it might be helpful to meditate or to try to just walk and, or just absorb yourself in some other activity that doesn't necessarily take your creative energy Okay, Enneagram type five, the investigator. This is the reserved analytical type. So when you are designing your writing routine, 
allow your ideas and writing projects to have enough time to percolate. You're going to have to really kind of workshop and chew on your ideas and just give them time and space to actually process them. You're not going to be the type necessarily who just has an idea and then can go immediately write it down and put into form. You're probably going to have to, like I said, think about it for a while and spend a few days reflecting on it and maybe journal on it and maybe create a mood board or something else and just allow it to take shape before you try to write it all down. So for your writing space, because you have this mind that can be a little busier and can be like kind of constantly like churning through ideas and thinking about things, setting up a quiet space is going to be ideal, a place where you can just kind of sit and think and contemplate. (laughs) It's a good word for you. Um, If you are writing somewhere noisy, it might be helpful to either bring noise canceling headphones or earplugs and different things that will just help you stay in the zone and not be distracted by what's going on outside of yourself. And if you are dealing with some writer's block, I would encourage you to head to a museum or go to an art show or go to a concert. Just immerse yourself in another form of art and it will get your creativity flowing while taking the pressure off of you. Okay, type six. This is known as the questioner or the loyalist. This is the loyal security oriented type. So for type sixes, your writing routine is best if you have a schedule that you have workshopped and figured out and it works for you. We want it to be predictable, but unique to like kind of your own rhythm and flow. It also will be helpful for you to focus your energy on doing one task at a time. So just do one thing, kind of like task batching, I think it's called. Do one thing and then try to finish that job and then move on to the next thing. Because if you could just keep <laughs> bouncing around from one thing to the other, then you know that may feel natural for you, but it also may be a little anxiety provoking. It might make you feel a little frantic and it certainly is not going to be the most efficient way. So definitely don't be hard on yourself if you do find that it's hard to focus on one thing at a time, but try to incorporate that kind of task batching a little bit more into your schedule where you can. Now on to type six, writing space. So a tidy and organized space is going to help you. You just want to cultivate low stress energy as much as you can in your life. So an environment that is soothing and calming and not filled with clutter and bills and other things that are just going to make you feel like crap and keep you from focusing on your writing. Now, when you are dealing with writer's block, what I want you to do is to do something that scares you. So obviously not something that's like a safety hazard, but I mean, there can be a lot of things that scare you and type sixes tend to, they can be a little bit what's called phobic. So they're, they're, taking in the things in their environment, they're wondering what could possibly go wrong, and they're kind of taking steps in advance to help kind of prepare contingencies, okay? So they're ready for anything, basically. So doing something that scares you could just be like posting something vulnerable on Instagram. It could be going up and talking to someone at the store that you know, but you haven't seen in a while, you know, something that would make you normally a little uncomfortable, And then what I encourage you to do is to write about that experience. So it's just going to give you something to reflect on and something to just get the creative juices flowing again. Moving right along to Enneagram Type 7, the Explorer. 
This is the adventurous, enthusiastic type. So for your writing routine, you are probably not going to do well with a whole lot of structure. It's probably going to bum you out and it might actually just kind of stifle your creativity. So obviously you still need to have enough of a routine where you're getting done what you need to get done. So what I would recommend you do is that you make a must-do list, right? So things that have to get done today. Just those things. <laughs> you know, you can write down other things you need to do, but write down what has to get done today so you make sure that those things get checked off your list. Otherwise, just kind of let your creativity flow and just let your adventurous spirit kind of take the lead. Now, when you're designing your writing space, it can be helpful for you to decorate your space with pictures of your adventures or other mementos from travels and it can be helpful to kind of write about <laughs> different places and kind of transport yourself to the, these different places both through the design of your room and what you're writing about so that you don't feel kind of this itch to like I need to get out of this room and go do something <laughs> and when you are dealing with writer's block I would advise you to try something like tai chi or yoga some sort of calming moving practice is going to help you feel more centered and less scattered Okay, Enneagram type eight. This is the challenger. This is the authoritative, confident type. So for your writing routine, you want to be in charge of your own routine, okay? You're not asking other people what you should do. You have figured out what you needed to, and you are really taking ownership of your own routine. You also want to be careful to strike a balance between your work time and your downtime and working by yourself versus working with others. So when thinking about your writing space, the word power comes into my mind a lot. So you want to put like motivational quotes from writers you really respect and admire. You want this sense of like fortitude and strength in your space. That's going to help really make you like tap into that powerful creative energy inside of you. And then for dealing with writer's block, try some high intensity exercise or going for a jog or doing some sort of interval training, something that's just going to help you move some of that excess energy that you may have and just get that out and then try to sit back down and see if you can just relax and write for a little bit again. And finally, we get to the last type that is Enneagram type nine, the peacemaker the empathic accepting type. Like I said before, this is my type, so I am pretty familiar <laughs> with the ins and outs of this type, but I'm still learning new things every day. So for my fellow type nines, we do best with a writing routine that has some loose leaf structure to it. So it provides us with some structure, but it also gives us these kind of chunks for flexibility and free time. So I still think that for type nines, task batching, like for the type sixes is beneficial. But what I would say for the type nines is to try to have these kind of large blocks where say you are trying to write blog post, have like a three hour block to research and write the post. And then if you want to do some social media work, and then if you want to work on your fiction, kind of have these like larger chunk blocks. So you're going to be working on less different things throughout the day, but you're kind of going to be able to let yourself flow within each of those time blocks. So like the other <laughs> types, you are going to also benefit from a to-do list that is prioritized, right? So you know what you have to get done today and then other things that you can kind of just let flow if you are having the time and energy to do them that day. And type nines also do really well with relaxation. It's <laughs> what comes natural for us. So we want to make sure that we lean into that 
know, we're not the workaholic types, so we more are the type that like needs the kick in the pants to get things done, but it's still important for us to relax and rest because that's just how we function best. So get your must-do list done and then take a break. And then when designing your writing space, what you want to do is to appeal to your senses. So create a space that smells good, that looks nice, and it's comfortable and cozy. That can be really helpful to help you get into your creative flow and really be able to write for longer periods. And then finally, when you are dealing with writer's block, it can be helpful for you to just take a walk in nature. Walk, sit, relax, just be among the trees, hug the trees, just take a little time, get some fresh air, and just try to release that negative energy back into nature. You don't need it. (laughs) And then come back regrouped, refreshed, and try again. Now as a little bonus here, I want to share a writing affirmation for each of the nine types. This is something that's also included in the ebook, but I just want to share it with you here so that you can grab a pen and paper or say it out loud and just really, really feel this, you know, just in case this is something that you needed to hear today. So for type one, your writing affirmation is, my writing is good enough and I am good enough. Whatever time I can dedicate to my writing is enough. Then for type two, my writing is important and it is okay to prioritize it. Now for type three, my writing is worth more to me than the feedback it gets. Now for type four, I ride the wave of my creative energy. I can be present in my life and enjoy getting lost in the fantasy worlds in my mind. Now for type five, it is safe to put my work out there. I don't need any more certifications or experience before I share my work. Now type six, there is no wrong path when I am writing. I can trust my writing instincts. Type seven, as a writer, I will never be bored. Writing fills me up and brings me joy. Type eight. My writing can be strong and sensitive simultaneously. And type nine, my writing matters. My work is important and a priority. Okay, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. I hope you found a few tips or tricks that are going to be beneficial for you to try to implement and just see what works for you as you continue to develop your writing practice. I've mentioned that writing tips for Enneagram ebook that I linked in the show notes. There are additional things that I didn't cover in today's episode, such as helping each type find their writing community and a character writing challenge, as well as a few other tips and tricks for each type. So check out the show notes, like I said, to get your free copy of that ebook and happy writing. I'll talk to you next week.